Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. It's back, the ultimate motorsport prize, a trip to the Indy 500. Get this, return flights for two, four nights in Indianapolis, plus transfers, reserve seating, race tickets and driver parade. Police escort a two-seater ride in a purpose-built Indy car around the track itself. There's meet and greets. It is the complete VIP treatment and unlike anything before it. The prize is not being auctioned, it's being raffled. Tickets are just $20 and all proceeds go to the Peter Duncan Neurosciences Research Unit at St Vincent's Hospital. Go to the ultimatemotorsportprize.com.au to get your tickets now. Thanks, Pertech, you bloody legends. Welcome to another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the only podcast that talks with the legends every single episode and not about them. This is Best Of, a chat with one of the game's greats from their Legend Series interview already in the Library of Legends, where none of our interviews or episodes ever date. This one is with a guy that toured twice with the Kangaroos, 1973 and 1978. And while on a theme of twos, he was a two-time Player of the Year, a two-time Rothmans medalist. He was named in the NRL Team of the 70s and rated number 38 in Rugby League Week's top 100 players ever. He was a four-time Premiership winner with the Parramatta Eels. This one is with Nick Cronin. And if you enjoy this quick chat with the great man, you'll just love the full interview. It's unfiltered and it's awesome. It's episodes 77 and 78 in the library. Here's The Crow. Enjoy. No, I never had great dreams. As I said, my dream was to play football for Gerringong. Who and when was the first offer to move to Sydney and play in the New South Wales Rugby League as it was? Uh, 1970. That was, that was my second year in Gerringong. Kevin Humphreys come and saw me after come and saw me after a game in Kaim. I just said I'm not interested in going to Sydney, simple as that. And there was no long conversation, I think. Made it clear, but um yeah, so that was the first. What was the reasoning? It just well, it wasn't your love? You were oh, playing for game. fun? Love the game. I thought I'd probably play for Gerringong for twenty years. Yeah. But no, it wasn't I just yeah, look, love Gerringong. always thought I'd live in Gerringong. That was simple you know, to get play football in Sydney, well always the thing was to you had to go to Sydney, so to speak, and that wasn't where I wanted to be living. So, and it never really worried me at that stage. You know, we'll rewind back to nineteen seventy-three, an amazing year. You first represented country in city country, then you became a very rare member of a club that got selected to play for Australia from what we term bush footy. Not just selected either. You went on a kangaroo tour, played two tests and ten club games. Was that a dream come true? Well, as I said, I never had that. And look, I've got to be honest, that was the toughest. The week I got selected it was the toughest week of my life because I hadn't played great in the lead-up games, Okay, realistically. But there was a bloke here called Kevin Walsh. He was Australian selector, and yeah. he stuck with me. But I'd played with his son since I was about 10 or 11, so he'd seen me play all my life, and he had more faith in me than I probably had myself. But his previous two people he'd picked from the country were Paul Quinn, yeah. who ended up, ended up playing for Newtown. and and a bloke called Tony Branson. Yes. So I was the, probably the third one, and 
But that week, was, that day, that was the toughest week of my life that week I got picked because the day after I got picked, the first phone call that morning was about 6 o'clock and the first question was, how does it feel to be the most criticised selection ever? Now, this was a bloke from the country. You'd never, never spoken to anyone about anything, really. Yeah. I felt like saying, oh, gee, that's a good question. But I'd have had an answer today, but I didn't have a real good answer then. <laughs> <laughs> Where rugby league is now, it is amazing to think that guys could be selected from the country back in the 70s. Well, it could. It was just it was a lead-up. You played for – had a country divisional championship. Yep. You picked the play for country. Like, country would go and play three games in Queensland or sometimes three games in Sydney before they went play the Sydney side. But, yeah, today, they, today they've grabbed – they're looking at everyone by the time they're 15 or 16. Yeah. I think the last person to do it might have been Slippery Morris, actually. Yeah, little another South Coast boy. From Dapdale, yeah. I think he might have did it from Dapdale. Who was your roommate on the 73 Kangaroo Tour? Would you believe it? I had a room to myself. Did you really? The young bloke, a room to himself? Yeah, but I got a lot of knock on my doors. <laughs> Other black people wanted to know what the room being used. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing and touring with some of the greats of the game. What did you learn from the Kangaroo Tour? I didn't learn that I was a better player. Yep. I, I didn't have a lot of confidence, I've got to be honest. But what I learnt was they weren't as good as I thought they were in some ways. Yeah. Like, look, what I'm saying, there's some out, there are champions. I mean, we look at the likes of Langlands and, yep. and other places, you know, Beats and yeah, Riley. They were standout in their positions. But when I started playing in some of the games, I thought, oh, these people, and a lot of these blanks aren't any different to me. But I always remember early on, it was probably a bit of a different tour that one. There, there were some established blokes and then, yeah. like everything. And, but and in my in my in Daring, I could probably do what I like. In the fact that not so much. That was just how you played those days. Yeah. And I used to chip kick a bit. But I remember one day, the first early in England, I chip kicked, and I didn't think anything too much of it. And after the game, Bill Hamilton walked up to work, walked up to me. And he, he was a big support on that tour to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. He said, I leave the chip kicking to Bobby Fulton and Graham Langlands. <laughs> I might have been from the company. I wasn't, country. I wasn't stupid. I said, I'll cop the tip. <laughs> any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never, any of them. Over 500 to choose from. Download the lot and rip in, legends. Why in 1977... Why did you decide that was the right year, the right time and the right club? I don't know whether it was the right year or the right time, but <laughs> why I played disgraceful in 1976. There was no international football that year, but I was disgraceful and I, I wasn't training all of a sudden, was getting a, bit, getting a little bit harder. And, and my brother always said I should go. Um, yep. He was a smarter one in the family, only for the, <laughs> only, but, um, only for the fact that when I come out of school, and uh, playing for Gerringong, he said, get them to give you something to say. If you ever want to leave, they're not going to hold you. Yeah. I said, I'm never going to want to leave. Anyway, when I, mean, I was 17, he went, and got a, he went and got a thing. I've still got a little bit of paper saying, if you ever want to leave, we won't, there'll, be no, there'll be no transfer fee on that. We'll okay. never hold you. So. But so he sort of said to me to go, you know, but I still wasn't. But Burnley first came and saw me then. What impressed me about him, after they, got, after they qualified for the 19... 76 grand final. Yep. He came and saw me the day after. And I'm thinking, geez, if I was at a side in the grand final, I would be coming to Derringong to see me. Yeah. The day after they got beat, he was here again. And I'm looking for ways to get him. Yep. I, and I, I pulled them all out. I, I pulled that one out. 
I pulled out the one. I said, look, I might be able to start training until February. I said, busy in the pub over that holiday period. I pulled them all out, but um, he said, no, it won't be a problem. I said, look, I'll ring you back in a month. I'll give you an answer in a month. Pub was different, then the phones were on the wall. Yep. I said, I'm going to ring this bloke, tell him I'm not going. I'm serious. I'm pull, picking the phone off the, on the – he walked in the back door. Start, started all over again. In the end, I said, look, I'll go. I said, you're too, <laughs> said, you're too good for me. I said, I'll go anyway. So – and that's funny. I said, look, I've had a bit of an injury this year too. He said, oh, I said, I'll get to see a bloke in um, Auburn. And I went and saw him anyway. He came to me when I was there seeing the Vogue. He said, look, will you sign this contract? He said, they won't believe you're coming unless you sign the contract. I said, oh, look, I told you I'm coming. I won't. He said, I, will you? I said oh, I'll sign it. Yeah, so I signed the contract. Probably the only one ever signed. But he said, they won't believe you're coming unless you sign the contract. So. But that's, he wore me down. As I said, those couple of things where you've got to sign the grand final, yeah. nothing more than that. Your first year in the big smoke was 77. Parramatta won the minor premiership. They played a grand final as well. But drew with St George who would then win the replay so close in that first year yet so far? Well, it was. I mean, I mean, my, my first couple of games were disgraceful too, a couple of trials, and it was always a bit of a joke about my mother. She won some money on the poker machine. It's, only, it's her only vice. She'd have to be away from during. She was playing the poker machines. And the bloke said jokingly, said, oh, you, you're taking away our money. She said, we've got, got to put, use that to pay that useless crane. And, <laughs> and my mother said, she went, she Anyway, she, she, he looked at him and she, she wrote a name, had to write a name in the book, and she said, you're not. She said, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, look, they were the one side that we probably had trouble with all year. Yeah. But as I said, look, if I kick a goal, we win the game. So mm. there was nothing in it. But, I mean, I've always believed that shouldn't be replays in those games. You should just play to the end either yep. way. Yep. And I reckon the following week, it was the flattest week, you know, but then, yeah. and they come out and. They just got off to a fly, and like we were down the week before, I think nine nil at half time, yep. got back to nine nil. But they were all the young blokes are enthusiastic, and we just yeah, it's one of them. But you you know you don't win them all, and you got to you know. You'd go on to win four, obviously, but you lost two in seventy seven and eighty four. But by just a couple of points, does time heal those old wounds? No, I always, I, I, I got to be honest. I always say. You just file the wins away. It's the losses that keep coming back yeah. to haunt you. You know, it's funny. It's funny how they annoy us. Even like in coaching and jeering on, the losses annoy you because the wins are there. They're there for everyone to see. You yep. haven't got to worry about them. But it's funny after the first first grand final, we got beaten. I was back at the club afterwards. This woman came up to me. She said, "You wouldn't have the hide to come back next year, would you?" Oh, I said, "I hadn't really thought about it." <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, I said, "I hadn't really thought about it." I said, "At this stage, but." The legends at Pertec are a fabulous sponsor of Andy Raymond Unfiltered and super proud of their Protect range of products. Biodegradable and environmentally friendly, the Lanolin range is Australian made too. The Protect range of products is available from the 107 Pertec stores Australia wide. Check out all the details on their extensive range of Protect products at pertec.com.au. Thanks, Pertec for your continued support of Unfiltered. Peter Sterling was a completely different footballer to Brett, but together they just had it. And, and I don't know if I've seen a better 6-7 combination. Well, Peter Sterling's what you call a footballer. Yeah. You know, he's not quick. He's not, uh, you know, but he could still run 30 metres to score a try. Yeah. 
you know, smart, read the game, kick, and but he was just a footballer. And now I said, look, I real, I don't know whether they paid better than they did in '86, but because I spent most of my time yep. watching, I, I said, I said, I can't believe how good these two blokes are. And I said, I never appreciated so much as watching them. When you play with them, you just think, oh, they're out there doing these things. Yeah, you expect them to do it, but watching them, they, that year they were unbelievable. That year, yeah. they as good as you've seen. Look, it's not something I normally buy into, but you know that are in your side, you're going to win more games than you lose. Yeah. And look, look, I never bought into that who's the best player because I said on a given day they've all been the best player, yeah. you know. And Great I, answer. I used to joke once about, um, I said, you, you give me my side and I, mm-hmm. we're playing a one-off game and you, and you said, but your halfback's Tommy Radonigas. I said, I'm going to fancy my chances, yeah. one, especially a one-off game, because whoever he's playing against is going to have a very unhappy afternoon. Yes. But, you know, the others might have. But, so they're all different in different ways. But if it's a one-off game, you know, with Tommy in your side, well, all or nothing is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> the other mob aren't going to enjoy it. No, they're not. So many superstars, but was Ray Price the backbone of that Parramatta side? Look, I've always said about Ray, Ray can upset people. I always call him an arc, but... He had 11 years there. Yeah. They made, um, they made seven grand finals. The year, wow. the year they didn't make the semis, he was injured for a good part of the back of that year with a knee injury. 1980. 1980, yeah. Jeez. So they, don't, they just don't realise that, and week in, week out, I, there was no difference between much between his good games and his bad games. He was very consistent, wasn't oh, very, he? And, and just ruthless. In, it's just like today you could go and pick out all the stuff he did. You put it. You, You'd flick a button at it all there, but if you could pick out some of the stuff, some of his tackles from bad situations where he's defending, mm. he ends up hurting Blake. I don't know how he'd, he'd turn a bad situation into a good situation for him. Run the ball, more skill, more skills than people think. Well, he can yes. pass and catch as good as any of them, but he did like to. And Jack always said he doesn't really want to inflict pain, but he just thinks it's his duty. <laughs> so, yeah. so some, yeah, he would rather sort of go over them around him, but never enough credit for, for, for mine for yep. the effect he had on that side over 11 years. But his, his um, manner didn't, didn't you know, make a lot of people like him at times. Yeah. But, uh, 25 times you played for New South Wales, and interestingly, it was at this time... You went from interstate football prior to 1980 to actual state of origin in 1980. How different was that? Look, coming from the country, I know how Queensland Queensland felt, right? Yeah. Because we come from country playing city. Queensland had hardly won a game for 20 years. Yeah. I'd play. I'd played from 73 to 80 in those games, and even in 81 we played. Never lost a game. Never played in a losing game. So I could understand how they felt, and. When they come up with the state of origin concept, no one knew what it was going to be like. You know, mm. I think the money you got, the pay was for that game was, and that never worrying. I was never about money for me, but I think five thousand to the winners to be shared. Five thousand dollars to not, be shared, not five thousand each. Oh, wow! Uh, and I think we would have got two days loss of pay. And we were picked on the Sunday, played on the Tuesday. New South Wales did that till nineteen. 19- 84. The first year they went into camp, they won at 85, I think. The best of Mick Cronin. We hope you enjoyed. 
The full interview is episodes 77 and 78 in our Library of Legends, where none of our interviews or episodes ever date. So you can download the lot, rip in, and get amongst the best rugby league talk there is. Make sure you come back soon, Legends. UltimateMotorsportPrize.com.au. Tickets are just $20. All proceeds go to charity and you could be going to Indy.